Hey, I might have been like a half a second late. Cause I was, oh, how sorry, dare. Guys. Do it I'm over. <laughs> you ruined the show. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's because you're a mom. If you know, had, my brain had babies, there. you would have. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of true. Just half a second behind everybody yeah, all right. the time. Yeah. All that's why you make less money. Yeah. I know story of my life, apparently. <laughs> Welcome aboard the Little Red Bandwagon, the podcast about a podcast that's too beautiful to live. From the Stick of Butter Studios in New Brighton, Minnesota, I'm Ann Lundholm. This is a Monday recap show, so it's time to take a look at what went on over the past week in the lives of our favorite navel-gazing podcast hosts. And joining me to take this on from the Hodges Sparrow Studios in Lincoln Park, Michigan, it's Meredith the MBH Van Harn. Good morning, Meredith. Good morning, Ann. And from Middle Age Mamash Studios in Austin, Texas, it's Hillary Livingston Butler. Good morning, Hillary. Good morning. No East Coasters, so it's still morning here. Well, I am technically East Coast. Oh, shoot. I, time zones <laughs> are hard, man. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and hold the phone. From the NECA Wafer Studios in Linwood, Washington, it's the nice lady, Christy Wise. Good morning, Christy. Good morning. Yay. It is another Boot the Boys show that went over so well last time we decided to do do it again. And when uh, Meredith and Hillary and I did it, Christy was like, oh, I wish I could have been there with you guys. <laughs> so we were like, well, let's let's fix that and make we sure make we get happen. Christy on. Let's sync up, guys. Yep. <laughs> Our periods are in sync. Let's do this. <laughs> we're all ovulating. Great. Now, is it a benefit if we're all crabby at the same time? Or do you think it's better if we staggered so that only one of us is crabby at any given point? No, I think point? it's good for the show if we're all furiously <laughs> ranting about something. <laughs> and and we ruin the plumbing all at the same time. Yep. <laughs> you don't flush uh, that stuff. Come on. Don't. Nope. Don't. It's not good. It will come back up somewhere and you'll be It'll haunt you. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, I think Luke Burbank has taught us that. <laughs> it all, oh, it's boy. always going to come back to bite you somewhere. Yes. <laughs> well, we've got a lot to talk about today. A packed show, as always. We've got some LRB business to discuss. We'll bring you the week in review. We'll clean some house and we'll let you know how you can get involved with the show. Business today, we have one item in business that I feel like we haven't talked about enough, and that is the LRB picnic. Partly, we haven't talked about it enough because, Christy, the Seattle Parks Department was giving you the runaround for a while. (laughs) Yes. And finally, so I would email and call every day, and finally, they're all returning everything. So all my calls, all the voicemails have gotten return calls. (laughs) But I'm already booked. Like they need to just like I don't know what's happening. Good in the communication parks going but. on over there. <laughs> so give us the give us the skinny. Okay, we will be at Gasworks this year, which is really exciting. If you're not from the area, Gasworks is awesome and featured prominently in the amazing movie Ten Things I Hate About You. Um, yes, so excited. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> and also the movie Singles. I didn't remember that, but then now it's even better because we plan to take Hillary on a singles <laughs> tour of Seattle. I'm so excited. I'm irrationally excited for a movie that came out in like 1991. <laughs> it's a good movie. Like a moderately successful movie that came out in 1991, but it's so good and it has the best soundtrack. So good. we were last time Hillary was here, we were dropping her off at her hotel and she just mentioned like, where do you think the singles, like, where did that happen? I was like, what? You like that movie? Okay, well, this is a game changer. We, we definitely yes. need to do this next Okay, time. I've never seen either of these movies, but I think I'm going to oh do some gosh. prep work ahead yes. of the picnic so I can come with and enjoy these yeah, things. Yeah, I'm going to rewatch too. Yeah, okay. uh, me too. Yes. For sure. Good plan. I think maybe we should uh, record it. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's not a bad idea. Record our singles tour? I like that idea. Yeah. And throw it up as a as a Friday show or something. Sure. Well, and we'll see how interesting it is. <laughs> it's not. We're still working out the kinks, but we're hoping to possibly have a live, like a Facebook live situation at the picnic. Ooh, that'll be fun. Mm. Yeah. Broadcast so, out to the world. Exactly. So if you can't make it, grab your whatever you're assigned from a weird spreadsheet and um, join us and ask questions and interact with us. Maybe. Do we have anything on what people should bring? We haven't actually come up with a crazy spreadsheet yet, I don't think. I don't know. I think it took all of Mike's energy to come up with the scheme oh, from should. last year. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe we should go with a less rigorous platform this year. Maybe we should assign colors. Ooh. Like, if you mm, were born oh. in February, your color is purple, so you have to bring a purple food. I like it. Huh. Eggplant? <laughs> <laughs> Great gobstoppers. Yep. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think maybe we should just go with bring what your heart tells you to bring. Yes. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I think so. And as we said last year, if that means we get 25 desserts... That means we get yeah. 25 desserts and I can live with that. Yeah. That does Dessert not sound buffet. like a problem. No, it's fine. Mm -mm. I mean, somebody brings pizza and somebody brings yeah. something vaguely healthy and we'll be fine. <laughs> Is Phyllis going to bring chicken again, I hope? Oh, oh my God. Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> Do it. Phyllis. Phyllis. <laughs> <laughs> well, so all four of us are planning to be at the picnic. Yes. Yes. Um, which is Friday, July 27th at 5 p.m. Gasworks Park. Did you say it was like station number two? Or station number two. number two. Yeah. Two. Yep. Picnic space two. So we hope to see all the Seattle people who can come to come down and join us. And we had a really good time last time. I know Jack Taylor is coming. Hi, Jack. Yay. And I'm suspecting he will bring some uh, of the same props as he brought last year the the giant luke and andrew dolls hopefully oh i was afraid you were referring to his wife kirby <laughs> oh man also really kirby, kirby as, as long she's, as he brings kirby we yeah, we're all set. <laughs> yeah and she's like a karaoke ninja i know yeah. she's so good she's amazing and um i know you guys have never been to gasworks but Giant cutouts of weird podcasters will not be the weirdest thing happening in Gasworks. <laughs> There's Good. often LARPing going on. Oh, yes. yes. Um, including people dressed like knights or uh, Quidditch. 
matches. <laughs> so but it'll like, be exciting. I don't understand how people have Quidditch matches. I mean, I'm not like the hugest Harry Potter fan, but in my understanding, you have to fly like yeah. to do that. So how there does are that magic balls is, involved. That sort of is the number one requirement <laughs> in Quidditch is that you have to fly. <laughs> Running around with the broomstick between your legs is yeah. a poor substitute. <laughs> Hey, as long as they enjoy themselves. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it on the business for now. We got a couple of throw your phones coming up. But uh, Christy, why don't you take us into the review? Okay. I haven't done this in a while, so I'm a little rusty. Well, okay, be gentle. So- <laughs> Crack your knuckles. You can do this. <laughs> um, Monday, uh, 2674 dot, 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 and helmets. Um we start off with Garfield talk. Life is a highway and Mondays are the potholes, which was so hilarious. But then we get into talk about whether pets know the days of the week. <laughs> I don't know. Is your pet a dolphin? I don't, I don't think they know the days of the week, but they definitely know when you're around all the time. Yeah. And then totally. you go to work and they don't like it very much. Uh, my dog Brody would definitely know when Elliot wasn't here. He would run up to her room and get really sad when she was mm. at her mom's house or whatever. Um, so yeah, they know when you're not here and when you're here. Mm-hmm. And they don't like it. Okay. But a theme that I noticed that, so something people always comment on people eating on podcasts and they don't like the sound of it. This is worse. Luke snorting. Oh God, yes. His snot all week uh, is... It's been going so, on, actually, for a while. Like, I could just hear yeah. it in the background of... Yeah, he's been a, talking about his allergies for a couple of weeks. And it's gross. It, it's so bad. And um, it it almost was unlistenable. I had to turn it off a couple times because that sound of someone doing that is so disgusting. Yeah. Um, and I was actually just recently in Portland, and my cousin's son was doing that. And I was like, oh, God, I'm gonna, I, I need to walk away. And he said, hey, stop snooching your nooch. And I was like, that is the best. And now I just want to yell that at Luke. <laughs> Duff used to do this all the time. He had really bad allergies. And he didn't, it was like so normal for him that he didn't notice that he was doing it. And it was so disgusting to hear. And I, he didn't even know what he's doing. So I would have tissue all over the house. And when he started like snorfing, I would just hand a box to him and just be like, here, please, please, just please blow your nose. Yeah. And he'd be like, what? Like he didn't even realize it. And, and it just made me so nauseous. It was disgusting. I keep wondering if Luke, Luke keeps saying like, oh, you know, I, I took an allergy pill or, or whatever. I, since, I don't know, when I was in college in Tennessee, I've been on a allergy cocktail for the last, whatever, 20 years. And, it, you know, sometimes it's bad, but generally if I do Flonase and Claritin or whatever at night, it's like yep. pretty golden. And you, But you have to be really consistent. You can't just like take it once. It sort of has to build up a little bit in your system. Yeah, and he just I found that too. Doesn't I don't think address it properly personally, right? Or maybe if he knows his allergies are acting up, he could take the pill an hour before they're supposed to record <laughs> instead of right when they record. Right. Let's give it a little time to kick in. Shall we? Uh, let's feature this. Throw your phone from Renee on this subject. She had a couple of comments, but uh, as far as the. The allergy stuff, she says, snot snuffling, constant clearing of and swallowing his nasal dripping is so gross. gross. Renee, 
nasal dripping, very accurate, but a disgusting phrase. Uh, She continues, I am struggling to listen all week due to this nastiness. I understand it's hard to control, but that can be edited. I so wish that they, well, poor Andrew, would clean it up. Yes, that would be a lot of work Mm -hmm. for Andrew. But And I don't normally get bothered by this stuff. It's like Mm -hmm. I have some internal filter that allows me to pretty much ignore eating on the mic and snuffling and whatever but this you just couldn't ignore it it Mm -mm. was just so nasty and it's weird because luke has said that when he's on like wait wait don't tell me he's sort of obsessive about the cough like the mute button and in this he's not Mm -hmm. (laughs) and that makes me think that he doesn't even hear it it's just kind of like a part of his day-to-day like Mm -hmm. you were saying with duff meredith Mm -hmm. i think there are I don't know if this is a widespread technique on podcasts where sometimes uh, Meredith, I know that the McElroys have referred to this once or twice where they have like a clicker or something where if they have an edit point, they've coughed or something, they'll just click the clicker and it makes a spike on the recording. So you Mm. can see really easily where the edit point is. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know, it could be helpful for Luke to use that. So at least Andrew wouldn't have to go through an hour and a half of TBTL in order to find the spots where Luke is, what did you say, Christy? Snooching your nooch? Yeah. <laughs> Snooching your nooch. But the thing is, I, I agree. I think it's like, like Meredith said, I bet he doesn't even know he's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And since he doesn't listen to the show, he'll never hear it. Right. But it, I mean, sw- that's the thing is I also have allergies. So I know what that sound is that's the sound you make when you don't have a tissue or something's gone wrong yeah i've had this crazy cold for like three weeks and i'm just coming out the other end of it and i have gone through so many boxes of tissues and my nose is still like red you know when you get kind of irritated skin from that and it's just been a it's been terrible but i have been so conscientious about it because i'm very nervous about making other people angry at me (laughs) for my allergy sounds well, this is the man who just casually wipes his nose on the collar of his T-shirt, much to Andrew's disgust. Yeah, but not let's that do that concerned. instead. That's true. That. He's not making a video, so I'm not grossed out by it. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on from that. Um, they are about to go on a hike. This is Carrie, Luke, and David. And... <laughs> Luke wants to take Rudy off leash. This is also another theme that we see repeated multiple times of the week. And he asks Andrew, who is is definitely an unbiased um, opinion on this, if he would care if a super cute lab came running up at him, all smiles, tails wagging, to be pet. And And Andrew, of course, tries to do his Andrew thing. Well, you know, some people are a little scared of dogs (laughs) or um, I wouldn't I would love it because I love dogs. But, you know, but Luke, keep your dog on a leash if there's other people around. Um, Yeah, (laughs) I know everyone else has more stuff to go into that because this is just um, hypothetical at this point. Then they talk about therapy versus service dog, and it appears that. Luke doesn't know the difference. Oh, he, this is maddening. I know. Mm-hmm. He thinks that it's a therapy dog if you can't tell that someone has a disability. 
and a service dog if you can. And I love when Andrew's it's like, all about him. Yeah. yeah. And I love when Andrew's like, yeah, okay, let's look at someone. And if we can't tell that they have something, we should just call them a faker and just step on them and their dog. <laughs> <laughs> it was a very funny way for him to shut that down. And then I yep. think Andrew asked if you can get stuff for internal things, if you can get parking pass or dogs for internal things. And I just looked it up. And the things you can get disabled or handicapped parking um, placard and license plates for are the loss of use of legs or hands, the inability to walk two blocks without resting, heart, lung, or circulatory disease, strokes or epilepsy, mental health problems, age, and other forms of serious illness. So anything. Anything. Mental health problems. I want my placard. Right. No kidding. (laughs) Sign me up. And you can't just go in and say, I'm depressed. Give me this. Like your doctor has to, it's a very big process and that you have to fill out. I mean, even like you could get it if you have cancer or you did have it. I mean, there's so many things. Just stop and it's judging crazy people. To think, yeah, it's crazy to think that you have to be able to know that somebody has a disability because there are things like um, multiple sclerosis mm-hmm. where you have good days and bad days. Right. And some days you can't move and some days you're, you just outwardly appear fine, but maybe you don't feel good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are days where you just are fine, you know, and it doesn't mean that you need to like, take away your placard on the days that you're you know like it's it's just crazy to to try and judge somebody like that because you don't know what's going on with anybody right and I thought that the Andrew tried during this conversation to say Mm -hmm. like there there are reasons to have service dogs other than that you know you're blind um what about what if they're epileptic or um yes or what was I reading about the dogs they're training now to be able to sense um blood sugar levels yeah so yeah. Do- they, they can, can alert you to a crash yeah to a like an impending diabetic a- episode and uh and so Andrew really I thought did his best and Luke was like yeah 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 but my feelings right mm-hmm. my feelings yeah. <laughs> and there is a difference between therapy and service dogs service dogs can go anywhere and therapy dogs can't that makes sense. And if they have a little coat, that that means that they are an official service dog. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter the breed. That's the problem is Luke also was like being being weird about breeds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As he always and, is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know a lot about the specific differences between therapy dogs and service dogs, but I know that training a service dog is incredibly time intensive mm-hmm. and detailed. And when I think about therapy dogs, I, I think a little bit more about the kind of dog that you take to the nursing home to right. interact with the people or the is hospice or yeah. the library or, you know, whatever, rather than a dog that is specifically trained with certain skills to do things. So I think what Luke is getting upset about is people who say their dogs are therapy dogs when they're not, Mm -hmm. but he lacks the understanding of the difference between therapy and service. And so his argument really gets diluted. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Then Andrew tells a horrific story about his friend, uh, seeing someone pull up, jump out of their car and decided to make a judgment about whether they needed that disabled placard for their car and then stole it and threw it away. That's crazy. It's horrifying. Do you guys think this is true? I'm sure it is. I, I mean, he's he's keeping the identity close to his chest. Phyllis knows who it is. <laughs> knows. I know. I know. But I, 
my I don't want to know who it is. I know. And neither do I because this person is a monster. Um, What I think is that this person told this story because they got, they are trying to one up how angry they were. But I don't think it really happened. I think Andrew Mm -hmm. thinks it did. And this person probably is credible. So there's no reason. But I just feel like it could have been someone that just gets worked up in the moment. Like, oh, yeah, well, listen to what I did. A one-up kind of mm-hmm. brag, weird. But brag. I always have that like <laughs> doubt. I always doubt everything, so mm-hmm. <laughs> it could have. Um, and then lastly, we have no point baseball. Mariners are winning. David was on. That's all that matters. All right. <laughs> um, can I say here that that um, I criticized them a couple of months ago for doing a no point esque conversation where they talked about how awesome the Mariners were and my point was you can't start saying what a good season a team is having when they've only played 15 to 30 games right. um, that it just makes you look foolish but now I will accept this kind of talk mm-hmm. I graciously <laughs> will accept <laughs> this You'll discussion allow. they've played half the season they got 80 some games they're doing really well and I'm now I'm willing to to listen to this viewpoint. I mean, I still think that, that Luke doesn't know as much as he thinks he does mm-hmm. when he talks baseball, but I will That's listen why David to David. David has to come on. Yeah. Yep. Yes. Um, David knows. My family has been going to the Mariners game in July, like a huge group of us. It used to be 40. Now it's about 20 um, every year for about 15 years. This is the first time we'll be going during a winning, during a winning oh, season. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yay. I just go for the sun and the food. And the maple peanut butter yep, hot dogs. Yep, I'll definitely be getting one of those. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, on to Tuesday, episode 2675, last but not least. Um, I just wanted to, you know, the openings always kind of make me chuckle, but the mm-hmm. they had this clip and I was like, I've heard this before. Where have I heard this? Not on TBTL. It was this guy talking about rock and roll. And I'm like, where is this from? And I realized it's from the Ali Sheedy vehicle made to order, which I saw like in the theaters. <laughs> I just thought it was funny that Andrew somehow like stumbled upon this clip. <laughs> but um, I had to make note. Um, okay. So we all started off with uh, Luke complaining about his back, his allergies, and his inflated nipple, which is just like a <laughs> triumvirate of things I'm not really that interested in. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It was, it was a lot. Ugh, ugh. I mean, that sounds painful, and that really sucks. But I don't really want to hear that much about it. Um, and they talked about how like this week is confusing, and it, it's totally messed me up. I mean, I saw somebody totally. say this list. It was like, okay, Monday is Monday, Tuesday is Tuesday, Wednesday is Sunday, Thursday is Monday again. <laughs> and Friday is Friday, and, I, and now it's the weekend, and I don't know where I am. I don't know right. what's happening, what my schedule is. So it is, it is a super, super weird uh, week. Um, and then Luke uh, brought us in to talk about his new Theracane, which I had to look up. I'd never seen one before. Um, oh, I, I've had one for a couple of years now, and I love it. Yeah, it my looks awesome. But it wait, is. can you can you also use it to like scratch your back? Sort of. Probably it's got like knobs anything. on the end of it. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. so there's not like a claw kind of. Like, no, no, no. Like, oh, it. is that what those are called? I've seen them. I had no idea what they were. I mean, I knew they were some sort of massage type thing, but I didn't know what the name was. <laughs> I got a wooden one on Amazon and I love it. 
It sounds kind of awesome. I kind of want to get one. Is it better for like your upper back or can you do it like on your... You can do your lower... My lower back always feels totally fine. My neck and shoulders are always kind of jacked up. Yeah. Um, So as long as you do like an opposite side of your arm, like you can't kind of massage your same side because you're activating all those muscles and you you know, it's kind of hard. So that's the one downside to it. But if you're kind of going the opposite side of the arm that you're working with, it's just wonderful. It's like getting a back rub. That's cool. All right. Well, I might have to look into that. Use my HSA money for a little Theracane. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Um, but it did make me laugh that they <laughs> they played Hurricane underneath uh, the Theracane talk. I thought it was kind of funny. And I really am not um, a huge Bob Dylan fan. It's like I'm not a huge Beatles fan. I guess I don't have good taste or whatever. But Hurricane is like one of the songs that I enjoy. But it was so, you know, sometimes Luke is so smart about pop culture and, and uh, you know, past music and everything this he I, he thought it was from the movie like what it was so weird to me um, no, he, it was even worse he thought that the movie inspired the song that's yeah like he thought the <laughs> song came after the movie i'm like what that movie came out in like 2000 what are you talking about this is why jen complimented him so yes, well right, because yeah. she knew that stuff like she had an encyclopedic knowledge yeah. of that yeah. stuff i was screaming she it was it. in the movie <laughs> <laughs> it was the theme song it was uh. such a weird kind of disconnect. But then when they did start playing it, I, again, I'm not a huge Bob Dylan fan, but I was like, this is not the original song. Like, I don't know what Andrew found, but then they, they got it right on track. Um, and then we moved on to, I guess, like, hot topic of the week was about... Ooh, um, here we go. I know. God. It was about, you know, putting... Going on a hike with Rudy and not leashing her. Um, oh, boy. I know. It's just... It blows my mind that he kind of thinks this is all right um there are this was the most what he this is so luke where he said it went well i mean sort of so that like that <laughs> it didn't go well actually she didn't run away and she didn't maul anybody therefore it went well can i insert kalina's throw your phone here Yes. Since this yes. is about the right point for it. As she says, three seconds into Luke recounting the story of Rudy being off leash, my left eye started twitching. But it's okay, guys. She, and I quote, didn't jump on many people, unquote. <laughs> um, I mean, beyond the fact that just having your dog leash in a place where it's an on-leash area, that's just one common sense to safety. Um, three, the law. The law, exactly. And so I irritate my children for some reason. This really irritates me. Like, are kind of scared of dogs, even though I have a dog. They like dogs, but they don't like dogs jumping on them. So I'm trying to imagine if I'm on this hike with my kids. And, like, even, I know Rudy is really cute. Like, I get it. But if she comes barreling down at my kids, they would be screaming. Like, they would be really upset. And it's fine. I mean, they all, they're not going to die. But that's – why is that worth it to so your – dog can feel free it's a fucking dog it's fine it needs to be on a leash you don't know the other dogs around yeah remember rudy weighs 90 pounds Mm -hmm. yeah that's a lot of dog she could knock over a little kid oh for sure and an old person or just anybody me and you know (laughs) it's it's (laughs) yeah it's what uh i mean they've said this before but rudy and luke are not well trained as far as like they go and that Listen, my dog is not well trained either. She's she'd be a mess off leash. Like she wants everybody to pet her and like she wants to sniff crotches. That's why mm-hmm. we keep on her leash when she's out right. in public. Yeah. 
Yeah, I've, th- I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I obviously have a lot of opinions about yeah. this, because when I was training Eddie, I was kind of introduced to this whole new world of, of leash training and like leash aggression and how to deal with that. And I'm by no means an expert. And, and Eddie's not as good on the leash as I would like. I'm not perfect at it either. But you have to be aware of these things and you have to deal with them, by, you know, um, individually by the dog. Right. So L- Rudy is not under Luke's control. Like we know that and he knows that. And that's fine I guess but then you have to put her on a keep her on a leash right um there's like one dog that I've ever met that I would feel comfortable with it being off the leash and it was this absurdly beautiful Doberman Pinscher who lived across the street from me in Dallas and that dog would go on a walk with its like very elderly owner but he was trained up to the nines like that dog would trot right next to that man as slow as the man was walking and Mm. just perfectly at his at his heel you know and would stop when he stopped and was always looking up at him to check in and was just like amazingly well trained and that's a terrifying dog you know it was like super huge and 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 scary um but it was so well trained that like I knew that if that man said stop that dog would stop right that's not the case with Rudy that's Mm -hmm. not even the case with Eddie at all I would like it to be but it's not um and so he he definitely needs to keep that dog on a leash and he needs to stop asking Andrew to justify him <laughs> wanting to keep her off because <laughs> that's what he's doing right he's just setting right. up a scenario where like well what if this and all he wants is for Andrew to say that's fine he just wants Andrew's weird permission for some reason and right. it's not it's not okay and i would say that if any of you want to learn about leash training I think Karen Pryor is a really good resource um she's who my trainer learned from and she does clicker training and she's just google her name and then like um leash reactivity or loose leash training and she's got so many really good tips on that and kind of training um modules about that and it's it's been really really useful so what I did with Eddie was fill a, a little um like a prescription pill bottle with peanut butter and you put it by the by your side like you hold it down by your knee and when he is where he's supposed to be he gets a little taste of peanut butter right and when he's not he doesn't and it's kind of like a lure to train him like this is where I want you to be and you get a treat for doing that so it's all this positive reinforcement of this is how you teach a dog to walk on a leash and that's been really really helpful that's interesting and it sounds like Luke knows this. Like, it sounds like he knows about leash aggression and leash reactivity, but he's not doing anything about <laughs> no, it, which makes it yeah. somehow worse in my mind. Right. Yeah. I, I think they're um, they're doing a bit of half-assing yeah. on Which this. is almost worse you know? than nothing. Yeah, yeah. Kind of. And he comes up with the strangest justifications to make this, like, worldview fit for him. Yeah. Like, well, if you're out on the hiking trail, the people out there are outdoorsy, and outdoorsy people tend to like dogs I'm like what are you talking about you can't make that connection <laughs> no that's another thought I had is that pe- some people are really afraid of dogs yeah. you know like they, that's a it's a real phobia what if they were bit or something yeah. you don't know yeah. um, and mm-hmm. to assume that everyone who's out hiking just because they like hiking doesn't mean they like dogs right and there are definitely people who are afraid of dogs you know Molly was an extremely sweet gentle dog but she was big and when I would be walking her sometimes people would cross the street or they would go whoa the kind of recoil you know from her Mm -hmm. even when she wasn't interested in them at all and I always tried to respect that and I would never let her approach somebody even like little kids you know if if uh, they wanted to pet her I would ask their parents like is it okay Um, you know she's gentle she might lick them but she's not going to hurt them you know I would always try to talk to them and make sure that it was okay and sometimes it wasn't and that Mm -hmm. was fine I would just keep going it didn't offend me (laughs) and that's the thing is like 
dogs are animals. I mean, Duchess is the like sweetest, most docile animal. But when she's eating and the kids are kind of messing with her, I'm like, don't you don't know what she's gonna do? I mean, right. she's an animal at the end of the day, yeah. and you're mess. And again, I, I'm 99.9 percent sure she would never do anything to anybody. But you just don't know, and that's why Alicia's appropriate because yeah, it's not worth risking it. No, and also this is gonna sound like so liberal and be dippy, like I'm, de- but. There's a little bit of lab privilege that goes on with this because he's like, she's such a cute <laughs> yeah. dog. Everybody yeah. wants to. If it was like a pit bull or or even like mm-hmm. a Doberman or a, you know, something that looked a little bit more aggressive, intimidating. Yeah, he would never do that. Like he wouldn't do that because he knows people are a little bit scared. But with a lab, you're like, oh, they're so sweet. But sometimes they can be assholes too. <laughs> Sure, especially if they're not well trained. Yes. You know, he knows, are, right? and she's not, and he knows Rudy, but nobody else does. Yeah. Those people don't know yeah. her. Anyway, anyway, I mean, it's 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 just silly, and he he just wants to find a way to, yeah, like you said, just to justify what he thinks, but mm-hmm. it's dumb. I mean, this is a man who lets his dog poop on the track at <laughs> the uh, high school. Yeah, or and he doesn't have bags with him. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, not overly concerned about you know how his dog moves through the world and how he respects <laughs> other people's common spaces the only other thing from this little i he he has so many perceived slights when the person says mm-hmm. we're good and i'm like that's a nice way of saying you know like kind of back off right but they just are so freaking sensitive about everything it's like it's not about you <laughs> she was good. that was like she the was... that was the most benign way for that person yes. to tell him to back off and he yeah. still got offended like yeah. the the that I totally understand that. That was exactly what our trainer told us to do if somebody, you know, who didn't understand was trying to get our dogs to play and our dog was obviously nervous about it or we were worried it would undo some training. You just say, no, I'm, you know, I'm trying to train my dog. No, thanks. And that's fine. It's, and I love that he's critiquing their training. That's hilarious. That he's like, I'm sorry, that's not training. (laughs) What the fuck are you doing? Um... (laughs) So, uh, Luke, get a little bit of self-awareness sometimes. Um, There were some emails just more about, like, the difference between service and therapy uh, dogs that they still kind of didn't get, but whatever. Um, And then listener Kathy, who's blind, she was like, some people are jerks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, um, (laughs) you know, it's like, Andrew was trying to say this, I think, at some point this week, just, you know, Let's just assume, you know, people have good intentions. Like, even if they're doing something bad, it's, like, for a reason. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I felt like that right. was, like, I a think, big theme this week. I think it's a little bit of um, assuming that everybody is like you. Like, if this was Luke, Luke would be trying to game the system if yeah. he thought mm-hmm. he could get away with it with his, yeah. quote-unquote, therapy dog and his handicap parking placard and all of that so he assumes that everybody else is trying to game the system the way that he's doing it and I just don't necessarily think there are I think like uh like Kathy said yeah some disabled people differently able people are jerks but probably not most of them right yeah I'm sure the jerk distribution is just the same as in the general population yeah yeah Anyway, um, then we get on to uh, this mystery, the big mystery of the week of who stole the placard. And it was honestly the most thrilling part of the week. I was like, no, what's going to happen? And like, I kind of knew because Phyllis, had, but I didn't get it in the context when Phyllis was sort of telling us about it. But then yeah, I was like, either. oh my gosh, I'm so thrilled. I'm so nervous right now. I was at the edge of my seat. I was I like, know. don't tell him, don't tell him. I know. I was yelling when he's like, the three dots, the three dots. I was like, no. But Phyllis is smart. She yeah, knew no. some, she's 
she knew something. I was love up right her away. reaction. Omg, yes. you nut! Yep. <laughs> so extremely. <laughs> I can hear she her did want it. us to clarify that uh, Luke was saying that Phyllis gave the the uh, gender of the person away because she referred to him as a he, mm-hmm. and she wants us to clarify. She was saying that he, as in he Andrew, not he mm-hmm. as in the person who did something. Mm-hmm. So she did not um, give away the gender of of said offender. She knew something was up. Yeah, she also knew she was on to Luke as soon as he yeah. he texted her. So she of was not she was. even close to giving it away. <laughs> that just cracked me up. And then in the end, it was this thing about, like, I don't know. I can't remember the exact contest, but to context. But, oh, I know the Memphis station said that they love Luke and TBTL, yeah. but, like, didn't, couldn't have the space for the hot dog mm-hmm. show. And I think Andrew was a little hurt. But then it is sort of this, like, ratcheting up like somebody's a Lindy West fan and not a Luke mm-hmm. fan and it kind of makes sense like Luke is more famous than Andrew and Lindy West is way more famous than Luke yeah. so you know know your place on the fame scale mm-hmm. and that is it for Tuesday all right let's go to Wednesday number 2676 let's be frank TBTL salutes the great American hot dog finally after <laughs> all the hand wringing and all the talk I forgot that this was going to be July 4th when I said I'll take Wednesday (laughs) and then I realized that I was going to have to recap the giant hot dog story of a show your favorite topic Mm -hmm. um can I just say to everybody on the Stens page be better be better (laughs) the Stens page is currently 90% posts about hot dogs I had to unfollow it yeah better I I can't stand it right now Hey, guys, did you know that there was a lady who got uh, hit by a hot dog from a hot dog cannon? I did because it got posted eight times. What about they now have cotton candy wrapped hot dogs with nerds on them? Oh, I believe I did see that somewhere. (laughs) Did you know that they make uh, kids T-shirts with hot dogs on them? Yeah. (laughs) Be better, guys. All right, so let's do this. I am tired of talking about hot dogs, but hopefully this week will be the end of it, more no, or less. It Don't bet on it. No. no. Uh, in the pre-show intro, I laughed because Rudy comes into the studio and Luke pets her and smells his hand and she smells like white wine. She has white wine on her <laughs> head because he says she, quote, snoofed, unquote, in the dishwasher and got dripped on by his old wine glass so uh that doesn't go anywhere but i thought that was really a funny thing um then they have a random argument about the super golden crisp bear versus the honey smacks frog and which one of them was cooler i did the did the um sugar bear guy did he sound a little bit ethnic you guys and by ethnic i mean black i think he was supposed to be like a jazz man yeah yeah I'm like, why do we care? Why do we care about this? I was never allowed to eat Super Golden Crisp or Honey Smacks. Right. So no, me neither. It's, it's all just well, a blight on my childhood. I just thought about how, you know, when these um, cereals came out, they were actually called like Sugar. Sugar Crisp and mm-hmm. Sugar Smacks. Yeah. And then when yeah, Sugar became snacks, bad, yeah. they changed it to Honey. Oh, right. yeah. That's somehow oh, better. That's how that went. There's no sugar in Honey. Oh, no. No, also, there's all. no honey in those cereals. Right. <laughs> <laughs> a droplet. It's so crazy. I don't feel like they do it quite as much of, of all the stupid um, 
children's television I watch, but man, were we advertised to as kids. Like oh, I thinking sure. of oh, yeah. the, like I straight up ate, I think I've said this before, count chocolate like every day for mm, breakfast and only ate the so marshmallows, jealous. never ate the grains because <laughs> I'm a fat kid. Um, and, but like, <laughs> but like Tony, the type, all of, all cereals had, you know, some character with them and, you know, Bridget sees one ad for some toy or whatever. And she's like, I want that. So kids are just mm-hmm. programmed to want these things. Mm-hmm. And it's evil that we, we were just, and you were like, yeah, this is a well-rounded breakfast with some toast and some bacon and some orange juice, yeah. some milk. Yeah, orange juice and milk. Has anyone ever done that uh, for your breakfast? Uh, uh, yeah, no, it's not great. Well, the thing is, if you just keep adding elements, eventually it's going to get balanced. <laughs> right. It's going to be so. four thousand calories. Yeah, but it's they'll so be your balanced. Daily intake of food, but it's balanced. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go on to a non-balanced meal and get into this hot dog special. Hopefully, we don't have to spend too much time on it. But, um, I mean, we knew how this was all going to go down because there's been so much talk about what they Mm -hmm. did leading up to it. But we get to hear the the finished product and they are in Luke's backyard and they're grilling lots and lots and lots and lots of different kinds of hot dogs. Um, I really enjoyed the talk with Francis Lamb. I don't really listen to this blended table very much, but um, I think he's a really appealing personality. And I did love his defense of hot dogs and how much he loves them he says if I could marry a hot dog I would (laughs) and uh and he says it's really impossible to explain why he loves hot dogs but then he goes on to explain why he loves hot dogs in a very thorough um intelligent way I thought it sounds good when he Mm -hmm. talks about them Mm -hmm. he brought up a couple of interesting points including um why do we care what part of the animal goes into the hot dog why is the any part of a, an animal m- more tasty or or less gross than any other part of the animal. Why is the tongue different from the mm-hmm. rump? Yeah, or any true. of that, and it is not. Absolutely, yeah. it isn't. I didn't actually know how what differentiated a hot dog from sausage. I mean, I guess I never thought about it because I'm not a sausage aficionado. But mm-hmm. the idea that you take the sausage and you basically puree it. And then stick it in a casing. That is kind of gross. Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like the idea of hot dog pudding. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see how the sausage gets made or how the no. hot dogs get made. Nope, really not. Um, and then they talk a little bit about how Latin America is hot dog nirvana. And there are all kinds of different cool hot dogs, hot dog culture going on down there. And um, I wouldn't mind trying. I don't have anything against hot dogs at all. You know, I, I agree with you, Anne, about this topic is really kind of wearing on me. But mm-hmm. but listening to this show kind of got to me. And when I was at Trader Joe's yesterday, I got a pack of hot dogs, which I never do. Never do. Nothing but I think, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to wrap one in bacon and put it yeah. on the grill. Yeah. Yeah. Hot dogs are not I don't like I don't hate them. They're, they would never if they were offered to me, that's great. But they're never something I'm going to order at. There is a place in Berkeley called Top Dog. If anybody goes, that place is awesome. And it's open until like two. So when you're kind of drunk and they're mm, awesome perfect. hot dogs. Um, but otherwise, they're fine. I mean, they're. I just it, it, it astounds me that we've been talking about this for like five years at this point. I guess I would be remiss as a Grand Rapids native to not mention this place called Yesterdog, which is down the street from where I grew up. And it's a it's a late night hot dog place, cash only still. Um, 
that makes pretty wonderful hot dogs. They put this this really great slaw on them, a lot of sauerkraut. Um, ch- they make chili dogs. They're they're just they're great. It's a, it's a very nostalgic thing for me, and it's something that I do almost. I I, I try to go there almost every time I go back home, um, just because I I miss it. That's the only time I seek out a hot dog usually. But do they insult you? They are very nice. Huh. I mean, you don't need insults to be I, a good you know, hot dog place. There's something about I I I don't need any more insults in my life. I I, I heap enough of those on myself that uh-huh. I don't need them from other people. So I try I try to generally avoid places like that. <laughs> I I think that's a good rule of thumb. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get into a discussion about condiments. Andrew says that it was contentious on the Stens page. The whole ketchup not ketchup. I do not remember that being a conversation at all on the Stens page. So I don't know where he's getting that. But um, this is the part of the show where they take their field trip to Safeco to see what kind of condiments that people use. I didn't think that this was really super interesting, other than that they talked to Joe, the hot dog vendor, at uh, the hot dog row, and he made a push for Seattle dogs, which someday I'm going to try when I'm out there. And then he brought up this bacon, peanut butter, maple syrup hot dog that he has been selling like crazy. That does not sound good to it me. Does not sound yeah, good. I know. It looks I delicious. Know. I am though. not a salty sweet person. No, me I neither. like salt and I like sweet, but I the two of them together is not really my jam. Mm-hmm. Um but they get a testimonial from some random passerby and then Joe makes Luke and Andrew try one of these Franken dogs and they both agree that yeah, that that was sort of better than it sounded, but I don't think either one of them is necessarily going to make it part of their regular no, It would, did not routine. sound like a ringing endorsement. They were like, no, not bad. No. When your voice goes up 12 <laughs> octaves, you're like, yeah. bad. <laughs> That wasn't disgusting. <laughs> I'm not going to insult this vendor to his face. And then there's a whole thing where they're wandering around Safeco and Andrew's getting lots of condiments. Really, he shares the argument that Mike's put forth is that you have to pay so much money for a friggin' hot dog that you better load up on the free accoutrements that come with it. Um, Then they do some hot dog trivia for a while that I really didn't... um, you know, the origins of from Frankfurt and all that stuff. But I they played the voicemail from Joel that I really enjoyed, who talked about being a poor kid of a single mom, and one of the only times they ever got to go out to eat, so to speak, was at the fire department fundraiser. Uh, and one year, they ran out of hot dogs, and so they ate what he calls sauerkraut sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um, and what what did he say? It was like 50 cents for a hot yep. dog, hot and, dog a and a Pepsi or something. Yep. Wow. Um, it really does make me appreciate my privilege that that, that was not my childhood. I used to get those voluntarily at, at Yesterdog, yeah, actually. When I was amazing. a vegetarian, that's the, that's the veggie dog, basically, <laughs> is the sauerkraut dog. That with mustard? That sounds amazing. Yeah. I'm going to get that today. It's good. <laughs> it's a little wet, but yeah. you know. All right. <laughs> um, we get a voicemail from Rachel who talks all about hot dogs in Norway. Apparently, the Norway dogs are a big deal. There's a big hot dog culture there. And um, kind of a touching story from Shannon who bought a what seems to be like a hipster hot dog from a really expensive hot dog place for a homeless guy and it turned out to be kind of a connecting moment for the two of them despite the fact that she probably spent 15 dollars 
getting a hot dog for him and for her, she was glad that she did it in the end. I kind of like that the guy was was like, no, I want the hot dog from there. Yeah, I want the fancy one, please. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I'll I'll conclude my commentary on on the hot dog show uh, by saying that I thought that Luke in particular did a much better job of promoting TBTL during this show than they did in the Halloween special. I mean, they clearly mentioned that this was, I don't know, a product of the TBTL empire. Um, He referenced it. He made sure to say the full name. He said, come and join us, download us. So for two people who are really, really bad at self-promotion, a lot of times, I think that this was a much improved effort. I'm really Mm -hmm. happy with, uh, hopefully they'll get a new, few new listeners from it and that would be great. I just wonder what their like end game is with this though. I mean, like, do they want to be back on the radio? Is that the goal or is it just to get more listenership to TBTL? I mean, either I it's assumed fine. I'm just, it was listenership to, yeah. to the podcast. I, I was trying to listen to this with the ear of somebody who didn't know what a TBTL was. I couldn't do it yeah. just because I can't really put myself right. in that position anymore, but I don't know if that would have pulled me in. No. I don't know. I don't know. It's hard to say, but I'm sure that no. was their goal. I don't know. I mean, they they were very charming. I mean, mm-hmm. Luke was being the best Luke he could be, and Andrew was being the best Andrew. That and there he was could the be. splendid table tie-in. That was a good idea uh-huh. mm-hmm. for sure. <laughs> Thursday, Thursday, twenty six seventy seven, paying the iron and wine price. Um, okay, they start off with the "Oops, the Dirty Monster" song, which always makes me laugh. <laughs> yep. I could watch that for some reason. Like animating conversations that really happen make. People make them for my brother, my brother, and me all the time. And you can yes. just go down a YouTube rabbit hole for hours watching those. And I it's love them. Hysterical. Mm-hmm. That yeah. one, that cartoon makes me laugh. Yeah, there's one for my favorite murder that's always made me laugh. That I don't know what it is. It's so stupid, but yeah. they're very creative. I mean, I'm, I have no skills like that. Yeah, so the, it's awesome. the Oops, the Dirty Monster animation is a classic. I, I could watch that anytime. <laughs> yeah. um, and then... This is where it like starts the battle between Luke and the fly um, that Luke ultimately <laughs> won. <laughs> I do. Actually, we've had a fly problem. I think we've got it tackled. But every time I think that a new one surfaces. But I hate flies. I hate them so much when they're in my house. I mean, nobody likes flies. But when there's more than like two in your house, I feel like my house is dirty, which it probably is. But I feel like kind of ugh, grossed out. So yeah. I've been coming up with... We've gotten different traps, and they seem to work okay, but so gross. So I kind of get it. Um, Anyway, so Luke kills the fly. I guess Andrew's a little bit scandalized by it. (laughs) I didn't look at the picture because I don't really need to see it there. I see them every day. I don't need to see that. Mm. Um, Then uh, they talk about the fourth a little bit. Um, I have sort of like grumpy feelings about the fourth. Last year... Or two years ago, I said, I don't want to be in Austin on the 4th. I hate it. It's too fucking hot. And with kids, you're just running around to, like, parades. And they're not up late enough to see fireworks. You're not going to go see the city fireworks. So I'm just, like, hot and annoyed, um, which is my state during the summer, hot and <laughs> um, And anyway, so last year we went to South Padre, which... Now, Texas doesn't have, like, the best beaches in the world, but Padre is actually pretty for a texas beach and it's a drive i mean it's about a six hour drive from here but we went last year and it was amazing we had such a good time and i don't know why i didn't get my shit together to do it this year because this summer i was like 
why are we, it's, I'm hot. And we walked to the damn parade and I was sweating and then it <laughs> rained and we went to some parties that were actually super fun, but it just was like a lot of, I don't know. I'm just grumpy about it. So no, I get you. I, my enthusiasm for the fourth has waned, you know, just severely over time. I used to be so geeked about it when I was little and every fourth we used to go to, um, they would do the fireworks at the Grand River in downtown Grand Rapids. And my, you know, we would get our, our, our picnic blanket in our chairs and we'd sit there all day waiting for the fireworks and it was so fun and now that sounds like the absolute worst way to spend the day to me and I'm so irritated I just I spent the whole actually this whole week there 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 seemed to be a lot of amateur uh fireworks enthusiasts in my neighborhood now and like I had to put on white noise and take a Benadryl so I could sleep like the past three nights because it's just been non-stop I and really, it, it makes me sound like an angry old lady, but I'm like, ah, <laughs> cut it out. It's a lot. Well, it <laughs> is. I like love um, professional fireworks displays. I think those are awesome. I think they're really cool. And it's kind of an art slash science. Yeah. I hate <laughs> amateur fireworks displays. Like it's not cute. It's only fun to you. Um, there's dogs all across the country that are freaking out about this. And, and I heard some going off like on Friday, you guys, it was like the sixth. Relax. Oh, they've been doing it for like 10 days here (sighs) before and after. And it's making me more and more angry. It has not stopped. And last night it was actually pretty intense because I guess it's, you know, the The Saturday after 4th of July (laughs) that there were a bunch of other displays and I was just like furious. Done. Well, it sort of, I mean, we are not the only grumpy ones. Um, I guess Andrew went to the uh, the baseball game, and there was a lot of, like, flag wearing and, you know, a lot of patriotism going on there, and it and it ruffled Andrew a little bit. I, I did – I think it's a little teenish to be like, people who like the flag, like, obviously, like, don't agree with me. But I, I think that Andrew is self-aware enough to know that that's his own biases about it. But it's funny to me because they always talk about – well, Seattle's like this liberal bastion, which obviously it is, but I think from what I understand, and I've said this before, that Seattle is a little bit like Austin in that you get outside of the metro area, and it, there's conservative people around there, and they also oh, yeah. like the Mariners. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there, I mean, there's a lot of rural Washington, right, yeah. Christy? Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. there's plenty of that in that area. It's not just the city. Right. Um, and I, I kind of get what Andrew was saying, like this kind of blind uh, country music patriotism irritates Mm -hmm. me a little bit but like whatever I don't care I'm not going to participate it's beginning to be uh, how you're patriotic is very prescribed like there's only one kind yeah Yeah, and it's signaling right right it involves the flag and it involves not questioning your president right right (laughs) America is right people are trying to establish that as being the only way to be patriotic. And so I, I think that's what Andrew finds Mm -hmm. really problematic. Well, also just, I worked for the company that provides these terrible things to the baseball teams. And it's hard to get people to go to baseball games. There's so many. um, Mm -hmm. And to actually make it profitable, they have to do these, bobbleheads and stupid yeah, there's hats. always some sort of gimmick there's isn't there always something because it gets it actually gets people to go um yeah i bet the, the seahawks games they don't have to give away shit oh, people no, are like piling no. in there yeah. exactly so baseball so what they do is they actually meet in las vegas every all the major league baseball teams meet and they plan out the whole year so this night is just a night to give away something and it's probably half the team's 
that is a good thing, right? And for half, it's like, well, it might, it might get people to go there, but they also do fireworks night or kids run the bases. Like they have all sorts of different things that, that go in with this. And people just wore them because they got them, right? If you get something free, you're not going to have it in your hand. You put it on. It's dumb. Half the people probably ditched it in the trash on the way out, but, or had it as a joke. It's just, it's just a thing that's given away. If you don't want it, don't take it. Well, I mean, it, it is an interesting conversation. And I, I do, I get really frustrated because, you know, I feel like I am like a patriot. I'm very patriotic, but not in that way at all. And, and it's frustrating, like you said, that it's prescribed now. It has to be these very, mm-hmm. like, uh, in this, this very limited way that you, I don't know, love our country. So mm-hmm. it's ongoing in these troubled times. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so they, they move on um, to talk about the Cedro Woolley race that Luke participated in. I didn't really, I mean, oh, it was, God. I, I know he realized it was dumb in the middle of it, but he, you knew he was pissed about it. Like, he's so, mm-hmm. uh-huh. and it, it's crazy to me because it takes me, you know, it, like that to run a 5K. So I'm really impressed. And I actually did look up, I went to the Cedro Woolley race or whatever foot race uh, website. First of all, David from the basement is fucking fast, man. I was like, holy yeah. shit. Like he really did like, like cream everybody pretty much. And Luke's really fast as well. He just is, is so vain and has such low self-esteem and so many insecurities. Yeah, it's not enough that he knows his time. It has to be on this website that no one else yes. cares about. Yeah, <laughs> Right. Well, in the person who said, that oh that's weird they chip you you'll know if you're chipped you tie yeah. it to your shoe yeah. you probably had to pay extra and so maybe it was a chipped race possible but right. he didn't he didn't do it you have to it. pay extra you have to actually put it on your shoe because then it matters like if it's a qualifying race that means it matters for getting into marathons and stuff like that mm-hmm. yeah I, well, I the one thing I said about this, I said he kept saying this is unrelatable content, and I was like, ugh, whatever, okay. <laughs> but I was like, it's not just unrelatable hashtag content, but it's it's hashtag boring content. Like nobody cares. This is stupid. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway, they they move on to the top story, talking about the Nathan's hot dog announcer. I guess that he was like kind of jazzy, <laughs> but I I think that was the point of it. But at the end, it kind of just went back to this. And this is this was like a moment of like a little bit of honesty with them that it, this Nathan's hot dog stuff is like kind of not cute right now. It's just as like with everything going on and what a like you know shitty situation our country is in. It's like why, I don't really care about this. It seemed uh, it seemed right. of a lighter time, and this is not yeah. the time for stepping mm-hmm. your your gullet with ninety hot dogs or whatever. Um. Anyway, so they then I don't know somehow I guess they were talking about. <laughs> her his back problems again so rich was helping him out um <laughs> and it makes me laugh he's like rich's dad is an osteopath but i'm like that doesn't mean that he is also an osteopath <laughs> like, i remember like when I was my li- father before me <laughs> i too am an osteopath <laughs> my um when i was little i like my friends and i wanted to like make a have a band or whatever and i mean we were like seven and my brother played the drums and i was like well i'll play the drums because my brother plays <laughs> the drums and it's like that doesn't really like translate it's not in your blood or anything my um, dad coordinates study abroad students <laughs> therefore i am uniquely qualified to do the same well and then there was this whole description of how 
Rich was standing on the end of the diving board <laughs> because he's very short. There, right? I, just, I was like, this is not something I would want to participate in. <laughs> they're gonna like there's something going on rich and linda if they actually do exist which they totally do <laughs> really getting close with Karen. <laughs> yeah um <laughs> anyway uh it kind of the, the the um episode sort of wound down they talked more about fireworks going too late which we addressed um they did a a blurs day which you know it's fine. Whatever. It's it's fine. It makes people happy. And it does, you know, the one thing I'll say is they don't take that long to do it. They usually just sort of weirdly have been very focused on knocking it out. Unlike, yeah, you know, it's doing painless mm-hmm. emails and emails. They're like, all right, let's just get this done. So, right. I don't know. It's fine. Um, and then I wrote in my notes, I kind of stopped listening. I feel rude. But like all of a sudden they were done. And I'm like, I don't think I've listened to the last like don't 20 minutes. Don't feel rude. It's fine. Yeah. It just we're seemed good. to like sort of peter out a little bit. So yeah, yeah, that's it. That was Thursday. Okay. Friday, 2678. Rock me like a Theracane. I love this title. I've got my Theracane <laughs> with me right now. Um, Andrew keeps insisting that he's just chilling today, which is something Andrew never does. We know that's not true. Uh, he can't chill about anything. Um, they nope. talk about getting negative feedback, and Luke just straight up says, don't send us criticism, which is the most honest thing he's said all mm-hmm. week. True. You know, we just, yeah, he yeah. just like, we can't handle it. If you do that, we're just going to focus on it and not talk about anything else. Um, well, also, if you're going to quit listening to a show, just fucking do it. Like, you don't need mm-hmm. to send a goodbye letter to the nope. people. Sure it's don't. just rude. <laughs> just go. It's not yeah. for you. That's fine. Just unsubscribe yeah. and then go about it. About yep. your day. Um, they talk about expense reports for like 10 minutes and oh it was just oh God. excruciating. Oh my gosh. So let's skip over that. Um, <laughs> I had so many feelings about it. I, yeah. I was thinking about you, Christy. I'm like, I'm sure she's just like, no. <laughs> we use concur at work too and yes. it sucks and I hate it. But you know, that that's, I do, I have to do it like once a year when I travel and that's as much as I want to think about it. I just was yelling, get the concur app. Yeah, <laughs> it is easier. Yeah. Luke is never going to figure it. He's never going to figure it out. He, he just check lied about like, no, I can't believe he just was like, I stay one night at a $2,000. <laughs> that gave me a heart attack. Just about wait till he has gets to... audited. No, I he's going to get audited and they're going to kick it all back. And he's going to have like a month worth of work to do. He's not going to do it. No, he'll have to pay it all back. Yep. And I hope he does. And the understanding of the end of the fiscal year and why they like might <laughs> be more time. I'm like, oh. and his friend who was there told him that's bullshit. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm sure she didn't say that. I'm sure yeah. she's yeah. like, well. And I love that he just invented, oh, well, we got an extra week because we were <laughs> traveling. No, that's not no, how that works. That's not how money works. And he was like being so weird to Andrew. It was. Um, like I was kind of covering my face when he's like, just calm down, just chill out. <laughs> no. It's like Well, Andrew's just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't chillin'. need to be told. Um, they talk about the delightful Ramona being on Humans of St. <laughs> Louis. Um, that was pretty cool. I went and checked out that site. It was really good. There is one of, there's a Humans of Detroit, but it hasn't been updated since 2015. <laughs> so there's no more Humans of Detroit. I guess not. <laughs> Um, they talk about their weekend plans. I forget who's doing what, but one of them's going to UFC fight and one of them might see Ant-Man and the Wasp, which I didn't even know was a movie. This is how <laughs> up on culture I am right now. What does it say that even Paul Rudd 
in a skin tight suit making jokes is not enough of a draw to get me to go to the movies these Usually days. Usually that's all it takes, but yeah. I haven't been to the movies in ages. Have uh-uh. y'all have y'all ever though on the Paul Rudd topic, there is this is from a couple years ago, but there is this quiz on New York magazine where it's like, Can you tell which one is the older Paul Rudd? And it's like hard. And I as somebody yeah. who studies that, it's he looks exactly the same. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Oh he's, he's a vampire or a cyborg. Like there's mm-hmm. something. <laughs> I know he's 49 years old. He yeah. doesn't. I mean, wow. he looks exactly the same. Do you think he's one mm-hmm. of those people who gets like good plastic surgery where it's so good that you can't tell he doesn't look like a weird cat face monster? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know what? Honestly, maybe, but I feel maybe it's a little Botox or something, but sure. it's like mostly the hair and then everything else is the same. And I feel like it's really hard with plastic surgery to make it look, you could look younger, mm. but you don't look the same. Mm-hmm. Well, like Rob Lowe definitely has had oh. good plastic surgery. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. And regularly wears blush. So every time I see <laughs> right. like, why is he wearing blush? He contours his face, not just yeah. blush. He's got beautiful eyelashes and that yeah. can't be natural. No. no. Who can blame him when you got that kind of raw material? I know. Go for it, honey. Yeah, yeah. Um, top story of the day is that uh, the post office used an image of the Statue of Liberty from Las Vegas instead of New York on a stamp, and now they have to pay the artist $3.5 million, or they settled, I guess. Um, and they describe I didn't go and look this up because I really don't care, but they mm-hmm. describe the Las Vegas uh, statue as looking lusty and softer, whatever that means. Um, and then they talk about like copyright law and intellectual property for like 15 minutes. And they were like, this is fun. And I was like, hmm. Nope. This is, an, this is another um, evidence or another instance of, I think is the theme throughout the week, of Luke trying to discuss something and saying, yeah, 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 I understand intellectually, but my feelings. Mm-hmm. Always, always. It's like he can totally get there with his head but he can never make the leap with his heart yeah he's like i understand that this is what the law is but it feels wrong (laughs) it's not the way i want to do it well become a supreme court justice (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) please i'd rather that than any coney (laughs) bear so let's do it (laughs) um please luke you don't have to be a lawyer you can just ascend yeah oh yeah um, I this is when I wish the dearly departed uh, Phyllis was able to be on the show because mm-hmm. I feel like she has a good understanding of like why you know why these laws exist or or like the ins and outs of them a little bit mm-hmm. as like mm-hmm. an actual kind of journalist. So, but the, she died, so case, she can't be on the show. Right? <laughs> the case of the, of the photo with the uh, dancing is pretty bunk, though. Like the one where they like. Put, photograph the person dance in the art oh right 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 yeah 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 that's it is there are some silliness you know aspects to it for sure but I love that art if you have a chance I highly recommend going to see it it's very cool yeah that stuff is great where it encourages people to interact with Mm it Um, definitely in high school we all got dressed up and went and did all those dances (laughs) dressed up all fancy (laughs) Um, they talk about how the government has a trademark on the Space Needle, so you can't just put its image on a shirt and sell it. Um, I, you know, mm. whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> uh, they talk about Carol King for a little while. I always like Carol King talk. I, I have a soft too. spot in my heart for her. I used to listen to Tapestry all the time when I was a, a broody teenager. Um, and on vinyl, too, because my parents still had a record player. 
And my mom had all her old records, and that was one of them. Um, Email, we get one from listener Joey talking about how his neighbor's car alarm goes off at all hours. And he's wondering if this is cause for a pink ink note. Um, and the, the guys give some wildly differing advice. Andrew thinks that he should get like a, a critical mass of angry neighbors um, <laughs> and maybe involve the city council and to not call 911 and maybe to call like the non-emergency police line. I think that would be my advice. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't want to confront somebody directly about this, especially if I didn't know them. Um, but the non-emergency police line is a really useful yeah. thing. I have mine stored in my phone. And, and Luke was like, well, no, if you call 911, they'll prioritize it which I don't understand Mm-mm. that logic no. at all I don't think that's true even a little bit you shouldn't clog up 911 with non-emergency stuff and Luke's rationale for that was like once I saw police doing nothing so it's fine <laughs> Luke comes at this from a position of extreme white guy privilege yes. I thought yes and you don't want to call the cops on people like obviously haven't you read the news like be yeah. careful yes. when you're calling the cops like it can make people's situations a whole lot worse I listened to um, that slate, the politics, slate politics podcast, political gap fest and Emily mm-hmm. Bazelon on there. Who's an attorney. She was like, I will never get the cops involved in anything unless I absolutely have to, because yeah. it makes it so much more complicated. You don't know people's situations. You know, that person should have a lawyer with them. If the cops are coming to talk to them, you shouldn't talk. To- anyway, it's more complicated than just like it's loud. I mean, which that totally sucks. Like I would be pissed. Oh, yeah. If it was regularly going off, but be an adult and you don't need to bring cops into it. They're not doing anything illegal. They're just kind of, it's like a noise nuisance. Yeah. So maybe a pink note is a pink ink note is a good idea here. Um, I I guess I would probably just move. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, that's it. Bye. I guess I don't belong here. Goodbye. (laughs) Well, one thing that I, I guess I wasn't listening quite as closely to the beginning of the, the email, but does, does Joey live in a, an apartment? I think so. Yes. It sounded like a building. Right, because if you live in an apartment, then I would think the first thing you do is you go talk to the landlord yeah. or the property yeah. manager yeah. company. Yeah. Before the cops, for sure. And yeah. get them to handle yeah. it. Yeah, it's, <sighs> it was a really weird jump to conclusions map. Like, Let's, call 911. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Andrew tells kind of an upsetting story about um, going to a coffee shop near a safe needle exchange place and seeing somebody almost die, um, maybe from an overdose, maybe from a diabetic incident, um, and how scary that was and how weird he felt just being like, well, I guess I'm going to go to a party now. Yeah, that's weird. Um, mm-hmm. It's a strange, it's a scary thing to see. Um, I used to work in the emergency department and it becomes kind of normal after a while, but I understand that's not something that a lot of people have to, to witness. And it is, it's, it's weird and upsetting and that's a scary scary thing to to have to experience um but not as scary as what that poor woman was going yeah, through seriously. obviously right. um so that's a weird way to end the week but <laughs> that's all i've got in my notes so music for your weekend andrew brings us cloud room with hey now now um luke is uh again playing the chiffons one fine day it's a great song i'm not gonna <laughs> complain about that song. good movie again. too Totally. <laughs> and listener Beth uh, brings us a Devandra Bernhardt song called Lover. That was pretty great. And that's your week. All right. Housekeeping. Way less racist than Mike. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot to say mahalo. I guess that's a new thing we're doing now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, if you would like to check out our 
uh, LRB merchandise, please visit our website. Go to littleredbandwagon.com and there's a button that says shop. And you can go and see all the things that we have. A little bit of new merchandise is being finalized right now. I'm really excited about how that's going to turn out. I think it's going to be awesome. Uh, archive project continues. I, in fact, have archived another two shows, Christy. So Woo-hoo! I'm closing in on my week. Wow. <laughs> it's only been four months. <laughs> Um, but as, uh, you can tell by my lackluster progress, we definitely need people to get involved and help out or we're getting to the point where people are like, what show was it talking about shows in the past year? And we don't have those archived Mm -hmm. yet. So we need some people to, to get on that. Uh, other things that you can purchase from Amazon using our affiliate link, a littleredbandwagon.com slash Amazon, you could get yourself a Theracane. (laughs) And uh, send a few pennies our way. I would actually be interested to know if we get any Theracane purchases. <laughs> you on will. Our list of things. <laughs> and on our sister podcast, I will say sister. It's just like how boats are always she. Podcasts mm. are always she's. <laughs> Earbuds and earworms. Uh, it has not uploaded yet, but I understand this is going to be the Songs of Summer episode that is sort of. Um, Keying off our Songs of Our Summer episode, Amy and Mitchell took your suggestions and suggestions from all their listeners and put together a fun show with some good songs about summer. And it's going to be 91 degrees here and sunny and cloudless. And so I could use a good summer playlist. For sure. All right, guys, get involved. Uh, LittleRedBandwagon.com is our website. And as you've been doing so much this week, it's throwyourphone.com. Please tell us. And don't tell the guys. They can't tell. They can't take the negative uh, reviews. <laughs> so just tell us how you're feeling. Throwyourphone.com. Um, reach out to us on Facebook. Our page is way better than the Stens page right now. There's not copious amounts of hot dog stories. And like, fi- I, Mike's posting fish fillets. So yeah, come to our page. Um, I, I don't know. I think this is some sort of self-defense <laughs> revenge mechanism that he's doing. I think so. It's yeah, it's, it's intense. Um, the show Twitter is at LRB podcast. Uh, email us at little red bandwagon at gmail.com. Our voicemail and text is 802-432-TBTL. That's 8285. And with that, Christy, why don't you get us out of here? Until next time, this is the next party. We love you, Jen. (laughs) Nailed it? question that i forgot to pose when i was going why do they even do a top story anymore i don't know one wonders